0: Hey Geekscapists, welcome to our brand new Geekscape episode and this one is the Jessica Jones season 2 special so if you have not watched Netflix and Marvel's Jessica Jones season 2 you might want to skip this one until you've watched all 13 episodes and then come back to it because this is not your typical Geekscape. We have plenty of those in the feed, uh, almost 600 I think, around 600 episodes and typically we do talk movies, video games and comic books and TV. Uh, But for these specials where I sit down with Ian Kerner, the guest of the very original Geekscape, my original co-host, Mr. Ian Kerner, when we sit down, uh, we go in-depth and super spoilerific on these. So again, if you haven't watched uh, Jessica Jones Season 2, you'll probably want to because Ian and I are about to really get into what we loved, what we were concerned by, (laughs) what, what, what surprised us, and what this might mean, again, for the larger... MCU and really those uh, upcoming Netflix series, like we, they're all coming with, up with new seasons. So uh, we'll get into it pretty heavily. All right, so that's what we're doing. Ian, Jonathan, you and I have both watched Jessica Jones season two. Yes. Um, broad thoughts. I don't think either of us really know what the other one thought. We of do this not season. know what the other one thought. I, I really liked it.
1: Yeah. Right away from the very first episode, and then I felt this way consistently. I thought it was far better than season one, while at the same time, still, you know, it, it felt like it's an, it's an extension. It didn't feel like a different show. It's the same creators, you know, and and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think it, it found more of its legs in season
0: two. Ian, I'm going to surprise you by saying that I agree wholeheartedly, okay. 100%, with what you have okay. to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, again, like I immediately, to repeat what you said, immediately liked it more than yeah, yeah. season two. And as it went on, even though there were some dips for me, uh, and perhaps for you as well, I look back on the the whole 13 episodes yeah. and I was like, that was really enjoyable second season.
1: Um, as I think often happens when we discuss the Netflix shows, um, the nature of. Netflix comes up, and I think I definitely want to have a conversation about that here. The fact that they put them all up at once and this whole binge watching thing has for me an interesting uh, effect on how i I view these shows, and, you know and it 's just because they 're still television, mm-hmm. you know um, so I definitely want to talk a bit about that um, it 's not like actually a, a bad starting place, which is to say that you know they are episodic. And yet, I think that as they're made it's understood people are going to binge them Sure. you know the very first you know Netflix original show was house of cards and and that you know by its nature was very while there were episodes, it really was cut like it's just this giant uh movie whatever it was twelve hour film yeah. yeah and so this is something I wanted to ask you because I feel like these netflix these other shows the the, the Marvel shows. They're sort of somewhere in between.
0: Yes, and I have a couple reasons for saying that.
1: And and, and, and yeah. where I really want to go with it, I find in particular with the Marvel shows, you tend to notice, like, there's usually a lull in the middle, because, and there's like, it's not even like an A story and B story. There's your original bad guy, and then... Something happens in an arc, and the show evolves into a new focus. Yes. But it's not two different shows. It's not even two different seasons, because the first half still informs the second. But the show very much seems to always... And, and, and it feels like it's, it always reminds me of how they always said 24 was plotted, where they plotted that show in six-episode arcs. I've usually felt that the Marvel shows, that they felt like, all right, they, 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 they broke the first half, and they said, okay, where are we going from here? Right. How I've often felt the Marvel shows. I felt that less so in season two of Jessica Jones.
0: Yes, although it also did work, did hold to certain Marvel Netflix patterns. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that episode six or five is a full on bottle flashback episode. Yes, they've done that. They've done, they've that, done a that in Luke Cage. They've uh, done that in Daredevil. That was episode seven. In Luke Cage. Uh, that was episode this, seven here? Yes. Where it deals with her mother, and yes, that is the
1: end of episode six. Is the reveal the reveal that it's mother? Where yeah. you,
0: di- where again, you can argue that you have that that shift to the yeah. second half of the yeah. season, like you said. But yeah, episode seven. I think in Luke Cage we had that in episode six, mm-hmm. where you had the funny. Jokes about the old costume and stuff like that, yeah. where you saw him being experimented on. Danny Rand, I believe that that in Iron Fist there was a there was an episode like that that ends the series. This would be in episode six of Daredevil, mm-hmm. the Stick episode. Yeah, you know, so there are patterns that are appearing in I, all. I'm on okay all with these. those patterns. Yeah, and, but and it but works. but I think that those patterns are what lends itself to still being traditional television, because there are those. Like 24, there are those six episode arcs within a larger 22, 24 episode but, framework. And here we're working with the 13 episode but,
1: framework. But the, they don't do those flashbacks willy nilly. No. They're, they're, no. they're, they're informed. You know, it's usually, there's some kind of plot
0: development twist. They hinge them on what would be the the, the, right. the mid the, the, the season finale. Yeah, I see what your you point. would loosely because call it mid season finale. Because there's a little yeah. bit of like a, something
1: surprising happens, yeah. and then you get the flashback. To inform what that
0: twist was and how it and can propel make. the rest, the, yes. the rest yeah. of the episodes. Yeah, no, I agree with so that. So in that okay. way, it does work like television. You also get the episode where, in this one, it, it, arguably my favorite episode of the season, <laughs> you have a return of the season one villain, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was fucking awesome. Right. That Kilgrave is that still was in 11, her head. I think, right? I, it was episode eleven. Yeah. And after episode eleven, it's okay. At least on my, you know, I was talking to somebody else. About this, who had finished all 13 episodes this morning, and uh, and after Kilgrave, it, it does feel like it tapers off in, To the end because now you're dealing with the Hellcat issue. Well, well, wait, well, here. And the we're thing. way ahead of ourselves now. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, there, I have a lot to say. But we were talking about the whole season, so that's yeah, how we got here. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and, and you know, um, just for, for more on this macro view of, of the show and these Netflix shows in general, you know. Um, Season one of Jessica Jones, I don't want to call it polarizing exactly. It wasn't quite Iron Fist, but I felt that... (laughs) Iron
0: Fist polarizes everybody on one side. What do you mean, polarizing? Yes. Everybody unanimously is pretty disappointed in that season. So, so,
1: So polarizing in this sense. Before Iron Fist, I think most men would have said Jessica Jones was the weakest of the Marvel shows. Okay. But women love that show so much. Yes. I know so women many women Josh that have absolutely that just have not watched any of the rest and they just love Jessica Jones. Sure. Because, and especially younger women, because it's it's like, it's like a, she's like a, a millennial anthem.
0: It's almost the equivalent of a male power fantasy, but for females. Where it's like, I get to fucking give no fucks, I get right. to just do what I want, but, and I get to get just, the answers, yeah. and, I li- and they live in my world, not me living in theirs. Yeah,
1: but that, that's just it. Is You say power fantasy, but Remove the fact that she's superpowered, and she's still she's a hero. Totally for for women that you know are just frustrated, and you know I mean yes she has the superpower so and she go- gets what she wants. A yeah. guy is nasty to whatever else, and she knocks him across the room, whatever else. But it's literally, like it's just she says and does what she wants. She's everything that so many women of that, of that generation want to be. Right, you know. Um, but, and we've made jokes about it forever. You know, season one of Jessica Jones felt very much for us like it should have been eight episodes. You know, it felt yeah. very dragged
0: out. The second half yeah. of that season really feels like it's Wiley Coyote stuff, where yeah. you're catching Kilgrave, letting Kilgrave go, catching exactly. Kilgrave, letting Kilgrave go, and a lot of that's Jessica's fault. And when people start dying, you start kind of disliking that character's decisions.
1: I agree with that, but the you know my big concern, my big issue with it, I should say, about season one, because I was mindful of how the show was developed. And Jessica Jones was originally developed for ABC. You okay. know? And, and, it, and I, I feel very confident that on network television, the show would have looked, interestingly enough, exactly like the source material, is exactly what most shows are these days. Where it's a loose procedural, there's a case of the week with a backdrop story, the yeah. seemingly B story evolves into an A story. Which is the season kind of story. Yes, exactly, yeah. it's the, the season arc. And, and that's exactly what the alias comic originally was, alias mm-hmm. being the comic that Jessica Jones you know, was originally in um, And you know, the whole notion of, you know, she's working cases. And normally I say, "Great, this has elevated the form, but in the Jessica case, I've str- I strongly felt about season one that no, it would have been much better to have those cases. The problem is, in a comic book, you do a case, and they don't have to, ha- have, to have anything to do with anything else. But because of the Netflix model and knowing people are going to binge it, and this is a question, I, and I actually, I actually thought about this, and I, you know, I had lunch with our friend Justin. I was talking about it. I said, I wanted to to pose this to you, because I think that there's an argument in both ways. Had they done it and just done random cases, we would have felt it just distracted from the larger story, and that would have been a
0: complaint. Yeah. Oh, they're spinning their wheels.
1: Right, right. Right. But... Without it, I feel like it's just a little too much of the same thing. I mean, still, I love this, and I, I don't have exactly the same complaint, but a little bit, like, the whole thing became about the one character, the one thing, the up and down. Is Mommy going to be redeemed? Is Mommy going to be okay? Are we going to catch Mommy? Um, just kept going back and forth
0: with that. I'm like, going to argue, ag- I'm gonna argue against that for this season, because... I want to be clear. Yeah.
1: I'd, I'm taking
0: a, a devil's advocate take here. Oh, oh, oh this, I hear this, what you're this saying. This is my complaint.
1: I really did enjoy it. But I just I did kind of sit back and I said, You know what? If I'd watched it week to week, I think I would it would be even less of a complaint. But it just very much felt like I was like, you know, I mean, how much really happened in the season?
0: Not a whole lot happened in this well you know yeah, I'm gonna contradict myself. I, I don't but.
1: even know how much time went by in this season.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so so here's what I liked about How does just, she eat? she does, uh, does she have any paying clients i don't she know she just eats tequila uh or, or whatever she's eating How does she buy her alcohol? Her, her, her her, yeah so here's where the, the the episode the first episode starts with oh, i thought it was fresh because i was like oh they're actually going to do it and she's working as a private investigator taking mm-hmm. photos exactly. of a cheating great boyfriend yeah. and i was like there we go right this is feeling fresh and I feel like it continued to feel fresh because even once the sort of gravity had started to all go towards the mother storyline, you still had a lot of like smaller plates going on in, that were spinning in the air. You still in had the
1: beginning of the season, and they lost.
0: Them. I think towards the end, you're still dealing with Jerry Hogarth's yeah. storyline, which are, is which is the, fairly independent. You're still the, dealing. The, 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 I actually, we'll, we'll I, get I, to I, it. I want to get to that. I'm just listing them. So. You have the mother storyline, and yeah, Mm -hmm. that's definitely the A storyline at this point. But you also have the stuff going on with Jerry, and then you also have the stuff going on with Patty. Mm -hmm. Right? So you have those three storylines, and in between those storylines, you have this weird ass thing going on with her assistant, there's still the love interest, Mm -hmm. and so I would argue that there's roughly five storylines going on at the end, one definitely has the most gravity, Mm -hmm. but... It's not like in season one where all, where the, all things were dependent just on the Kilgrave storyline, mm-hmm. which I agree. was a, like the most single narrative. So I, I kind of really liked the, the, the end of the ah. season, but especially once you get to season, episode 11, 12, and 13, things are starting to kind of consolidate. But uh, what I, are you going to
1: do? I actually think, and. I'm going to say that I think this might be A shocking view to you But because it's so Non-genre But The Jerry Hogarth storyline It's probably Ultimately was probably My favorite thing About Mm -hmm. the season And Because I just thought There was a very strong Storyline that Like I thought it elevated The show We know what a giant Geek I am How much I love The stuff But Watching that It elevated it beyond Just being a comic book Adaptation. It was just. It had gravitas. It was. It was grounded in the real world.
0: And it, and you it, know. It made me feel like what I felt sometimes during the Punisher seri- uh, series, mm. where I was like, "Oh, they're really tackling some pretty right. big, yeah, issues, big issues." And you know, plus you got to see Ann Moss in roughly the the Matrix uniform again. Hmm. <laughs> I think the scene where she goes to the pawn shop, she's wearing a strict black, almost. Uh, it's not a kimono, uh, almost straight black gi on the yeah. top, and I was like, I almost took a snapshot of it and was like, wait a minute, she's basically wearing the Matrix uniform again, so, she, she shout was, out.
1: She was just awesome. Great actress, great I performance, mean, she, really she well was, written she stuff. She was just awesome.
0: Shout out to the, to the staff. My uh, my friend Jack Kenny wrote episode four, and uh, and I messaged him, I was like, dude, I'm really enjoying Jessica Jones season two, and Jack's awesome, but... uh but yeah, they, all, all the episodes were directed by women. Um, I think they all did an amazing job. There was yeah. some really cool stuff going on in some episodes with the foreground and the colors. And I was like, dude, everybody's just really elevating their game for season two. Yes. And so I really enjoyed that. Um, so, so, so you, I don't know how to get into the details of the season um, Other than just well, well, you, you, the, you you to kind of throw Some of the things that we really Hellcat enjoyed stuff it
1: the Hellcat stuff for, for the The Hellcat the li- stuff listeners that don't know let, yeah, let, Let's just Go for it. Qu- quickly deal with that So Trish Walker Or Patsy Walker mm-hmm. as Was her Patsy, you know, right. childhood uh Childhood identity Patty. In, in In the Marvel comics And I know we covered this a bit When we did the season one In uh, the comics uh, podcast,
0: they are not <laughs> sisters
1: No, no They have yeah. nothing to do with each other Right Um that character is one of the oldest Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. Patsy Walker goes back to... Back in the 50s, maybe even the 40s, uh, Marvel did romance comics mm-hmm. you know, for, for little girls, and Patsy Walker was the star of a couple of them. Ian still has them. Um, he collected them. Yeah, but it, yeah I'm that old. Uh, no, it's so, not
0: that you're that old, but I mean, you go back uh, and you find some good shit.
1: Well, no, I don't have the romance comics, but you know, they died off, and Marvel decided, as they did often back in those days... They wanted to keep the character going, and they actually moved her over into, um, initially in The Avengers. uh, How funny is that? that They're like a romance character shows up in The Avengers? Well, well, they had a character called the cat, Mm -hmm. who derived their powers from a suit. Okay. Um, And uh, and that that, that was originally in Amazing Adventures. And then um, they had Patsy Walker uh, get the suit and become Hellcat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, so two different storylines. Kind of, the cat became Tiger. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So cat, the cat originally had the suit, but then Tiger got you know powers mystically and became you know a cat. Mm-hmm. And Patsy, you know, got um, got powers that way. Later, she got abilities other ways. In the Hell thing, they started doing you know, the Damon, Damon Hellstrom son of Satan. They were married for a while, but but originally that was the thing. So so the thing is, for me, when I was a kid, um, I loved the Defenders unrelated, just, they just used the same font for the title. The Defenders was this non-team, and it was originally made up of the Hulk, uh, Namor, Dr. Strange, and Silver Surfer. Yeah. And later, with Dr. Strange and the Hulk being mainstays, they had some other characters. They had Valkyrie mm-hmm. and Hellcat were two of the main characters in it for years and years, from you know, the 70s and early 80s. Uh, so, so I was a big fan of that character. So she, it was Patsy Walker, and she was a superhero. And, you know... They definitely, they, they paid homage to the stuff about, you know, the, you know that, that, the idea of the previous comics. They sort of took that story on the yes. There were comics based on her and the stuff with the mother. And a lot of that stuff was part of the character. She was never Trish. She was always Patsy. But I think the Trish thing was acknowledging that Patsy's sort of a dated name. Sure. You know, and it, it actually worked for her to kind of distance herself from that. So, so there's a lot of that stuff. And there was recent Hellcat comics, you know, really dealt with this whole idea that she had this you know this you know when she was younger she and talked about her did and all that stuff yeah um, there wasn't the Jessica Jones connection sure uh, but the Jessica Jones connection served because in the comics uh, Jessica's gal pal was Carol Danvers as Ms Marvel mm-hmm. and that wasn't going to work with the the movies using Ms Marvel yeah so they kind of they merged those things and it did give it a good some gravitas and what I thought was um, cool
0: was it, it, the mother character in a lot of those scenes He's wearing the color scheme from Hellcat's outfit. Yeah, yeah and, and, and they start really in the same way that they're using and they also the purple have the red wig because yeah,
1: because Pat, Patsy work on the comics has that
0: the red in hair the same like way that. that they're using the color scheme to really like define. Jessica's world with the purple, yes. with this and that, and give it some of that psychology. Well, <laughs> I look and, up, and they're doing the same thing with Patsy, and I really was like... Are and they you notice the paintings that and stuff, they look just like mm-hmm. the Michael Gato's covers. They were Michael Gato's that's covers, a, I'm like... I, really a, did, a, I, 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 I wanted
1: to look that up, I wasn't sure if did Gato's draw them or not, because it looked like it.
0: I don't see anybody who can replicate that incredible style. Yeah. I, would be, I would be... I'd be surprised if he did Surprised that, that wasn't him directly making those paintings. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome paintings, so... Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the, cut, the, the paintings that are made by the neighbor In, uh, in the series, folks Is the Michael Gatos coverage from the Jessica Jones series I love it I, I, I love that artwork so, so calling back to, to Trish Walker um,
1: The other thing about the backstory that's a little different And very much becomes part of the season is In the comics, Jessica's storyline, her, her origin story which we get as a, as a sort of a flashback thing. So we're, we first meet Jessica in comic books, alias number one. She's this hardened P.I. already who already has you know, a clientele. Already. And already had a superior career. Yes. And it turned out that we find out that she had been a character, a retroactively creator named Jewel who had superpowers. She got those superpowers. Similarly, that she was in a car accident, but then you know, with, with the whole family, the rest of the family was killed. But it's a little nod to Daredevil. She got hit with radioactive materials that gave her her powers. Okay. I thought it was a
0: meteorite or something, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. They never never really explored it any any deeper than that. Um, The Karl Malice thing, Karl Malice is actually a character who gave... Very much... Yes, very so, much so in, in the comics In um,
0: what was he in the comics? I just rec- remember the name And I think that he was involved in, in Weapon X Like Wolverine stuff No, no, it what wasn't Weapon deal? X Because obviously a, that's it, Fox A lot of
1: Captain America stories
0: Carol Ma- Yeah, that's yeah, what it, it is The
1: Power Broker stuff Uh huh. You know, and some of the Scourge stuff Because Carl got his own definitely abilities. was yeah. a name That, yeah. that yeah, I had he's heard He's a big give D- powers too Got involved with, you remember, the thing and the wrestling uh-huh. super power wrestling stuff And like, created the armadillo
0: that's it. I, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Did he come up at all when the Avengers Initiative was happening? And yes. you had teams on every yes. in every state had their own Avengers team. That was my most recent memory yeah. of Carl Malice Yeah.
1: And he was yeah. dead at one point
0: and then he wasn't. And I think stuff. that's
1: cool that they made him a a character here. Oh, no, it's great. It's great. And his um, stuff
0: was really good. I thought that character stuff was really really yeah.
1: good. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like that stuff. Well, oh, anyway, the reason I was bringing up the Jessica origin stuff, so um what they did different is, so the family dies, and her name was Jessica Campbell. Okay. And then she got adopted, and the adopted family were the Jones. So she was Jessica Campbell Jones, um, which came up in the flashback. Oh, her middle name was Campbell. is her mother's maiden name. That's funny.
0: I didn't catch that. Yes. Awesome.
1: So th- th- that, that's a nod to that. Um. And, and there's a whole thing also So another thing I want to say There's a couple of references To Spider-Man And there's the um, sc- I think it was Scrody Sense Yeah That my, my friend Mario Just, just says is just going to stay With him forever yeah. You know Which is the spider sense And then there's The great power line Yeah Okay Which She says to her mom Yeah. Yes Which, which It only rankles me It's a nod Because the, There's an I- The idea that Bendis Introduced in the new Avengers run Was that Jessica went To high school with Peter Parker And had a crush on him Pre-powers. Then, um, after she, after her accident, she ha- got um, adopted. There's actually a moment in the flashback where Peter's like trying to be understanding with her and says, but she mit- mistakes it and has a kind of a tantrum and runs off and didn't understand that you know he's really actually was identifying with what she'd gone through. She thought she was being mocked, but um, so it's a little bit of a nod to like that that little Spider-Man connection. Um, you know, it's one of those things that as we've said often, you know, it's the all right, Peter being younger. You know, in, within this Marvel Cinematic Universe It's one of those things that you know, It doesn't line up so mm-hmm. well But but it's fine, I mean, it, it's a nod to it uh, But, so yeah, so where they They detour a bit from the comics Is that, no, instead she ended up in With uh, Trish And Trish's mother and all that But, um, but you know what uh, The character still is, is One of the most true of the adaptations The Trish you know? character? Um, well, well, the Jessica character Yeah. Yeah, also. for sure now, yeah, the, the Trish character is different, but I like the motivations. It is very much, you know, in the comics, it was a different time. This is the late 60s when it was like, you know, you know, her marriage had fallen apart, you know, but the motivation was different, but it was very much, oh, she had that thirst for the adventure and he to help people and all that stuff. So I like that. I did feel, I'm not surprised by it, and I sort of expect it because it's just how TV shows work. But I know that I definitely, you know, early on, I was hoping we'd get Hellcat in this season. So you know? did I. Uh, I felt really let down that, that, that they waited right till the end to give us that little bit.
0: In ho- I mean, in there, the there hospital was so moments, room. In the hospital, in I the hospital room, pop I was thinking up when something. she chucks Jessica across the room. Yes. I was waiting for her mom to come and attack yes. and having Trish grab her or do something where all of a sudden Trish is like those new powers it started to
1: I mean look it remains to be seen but Hellcat was never a a majorly superpowered character it's more about agility and speed sure you know a reason to be bouncing around rooftops beyond just oh I'm an Olympic level athlete sure so she's a little bit but not not those strength levels
0: do you you think a Netflix Hellcat series would even be successful though I don't know. You put the name Marvel on most things that aren't inhuman. And yeah, I think that who you're would have thought Jessica Russell? Jones? Right. Jessica Jones had no identity. But, but, you know, but, but there it, was it, depth to that character,
1: for sure. And we yeah, definitely- yeah. I, look, you know, they shouldn't be doing one now. I mean, you, you need to see where they develop it going into the next season.
0: But there's potential. You know, it there's looks definitely like- a potential to spin it off and, and go further with
1: it. Um,
0: you know. Yeah, but she was able to catch her phone on her foot. Yeah, yeah. Now so it's, it's she's something. not the only superhero or villain that we saw. We also got the wizard. So <laughs> as soon as he comes on, I was like, "Oh my god, Robert Frank!" And he's wearing the color scheme. Wizard is basically wearing the color scheme yes. from the wizard, and I was like laughing. And how, and and what's funny is, I thought that he, he pops up in a montage of Jessica's new clients, which leads to a storyline where a rival PI is trying is upset with Jessica being on the scene. And I thought that that was all it was going to be Was the wizard popping up And getting a little shout out mm-hmm. Not unlike the stunt man Exactly the, 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 what I thought I was like, oh, I was oh, that, like That's oh, cool. a cute little thing Yeah and then it's going to be like, like still like, oh. man No that, I mean the wizard popping up And ultimately dying Is a huge piece of what propels this season mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. In the initial investigation into uh, I, I always wanted to call them mutant growth hormones <laughs> IGH
1: Well but you know And, and again you know I was a little disappointed that I mean, not, it's not the same. What were the wizard's case. powers? He's wizard, super fast. He's super the, fast. Yeah, yeah he's super Just fast. Speed. That's yeah. it. There was a point where they thought that the wizard was uh, the father of Quicksilver.
0: <laughs> well, not he's not now. Because the '50s, and him yeah. and
1: Miss America, and there was a point, you know, and they, you know, they, they've changed the whole who were their real parents a couple times. Yeah. So uh, there was there was a point in in the comics where they did that. Uh, but, yeah, The Wizard in the comics was a, a superhero from the 50s. So, you know, but retroactively in the all-winner squad with the 50s Captain America and that stuff. Um, and he was a superhero?
0: hmm Yeah. I love that they put him in here. Those yeah. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah,
1: it's, you know, it, it's a nod to the comic. Um, I, I like that stuff. I, what I was starting to say a moment ago... I kind of hoped that maybe that they would link up Jesco and wherever she got her powers with how Luke got his.
0: Oh, uh, make it roughly the same organization? The same, yeah, or, or yeah. Same,
1: same Chemical, we've come from the same place. Okay. And it's something they can still theoretically do. Right. But, I mean, it's not to say, listen, even in the Marvel Universe, they are different ones. But, you know, it, it's similar enough. You know, one of the things that I thought was consistent in Luke Cage with the movies, you know, when you look at... Um, uh, what do you call it, uh, The Incredible Hulk. Sure. You know, and this notion that, oh, yeah, they pulled the super soldier serum. It was one of the super soldier serums they were... You know, they testing. Were testing. Yeah. You know, left over from, you know, the batches, you know, when they created Captain America. And, you know, and that's always the idea, is that whether it be the same people or not, the idea of Luke Cage was they're trying to duplicate Captain America and they're testing it out on you know, prison subjects. You know, because yeah.
0: you had a, when you have a success like that, of course other people are going to keep doing it. But here you had the, the I hear the methods are different. Here it is a reconstruction of your DNA. Mm-hmm. It's not an enhancement of your DNA. It is a deconstruction of your DNA and a recombination of your DNA. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, they could still make the, the, make it roughly the same group that is behind this. Well, if if but you think about it, like the, it's
1: actually not very different than yeah. what
0: they did in Deadpool. Right. It's
1: this, you know, they're going to give you the chemicals and all that, and then it's what your ultimate potential is, is what's going to determine what's going to be. It's not, hey, you get this. Right. So that's why, yeah, it, it's going to affect Trish differently. But it's going to affect Jessica, very similar to her mother, because their genetics are similar.
0: Mm-hmm. The meat face, <laughs> her mom comes out of there like, I, she... That sequence, to me, felt like the Toxic Avenger.
1: Yes. <laughs> Where Jessica's
0: mom had, you know, Jessica had been seeing this nightmare and her vision of this monster with just this messed up it, face. It, it felt very like trauma-esque. Throwing people around in a hospital. Yes. And then when you have that flashback episode, you realize that that was actually her really burned and deformed mother. Yeah. Raging out and Yeah, and when I first Jessica. saw her,
1: her, her Memories, you know, the meat face thing I was like, is this a delusion? Like, what is this? this is it's a toxic so, it's, Avengers. Yeah, it's so over the top And then it's like, oh my god, no, that's actually And I thought that was actually really interesting Clever that, yeah, that's how these traumatized Kids saw it But Yeah,
0: and then ultimately when you see the sequence You realize that that's her mom And she has to have extensive surgery done To her face to repair it Although they can't repair the back of her head well, the, the, you can give somebody a whole face, but you I can't know. repair the, the back the, the, of their they head. They didn't
1: say it was surgery. They said it was the the that so much was done. Her face was so messed up that since the genetics were changed, it just changed what she looked like. Right. You know, and they really didn't explain. You know, theoretically, it was she got tired of waiting. She wasn't in the coma anymore. It took that five years for her to heal that much, and nature of the injuries, you know, I mean, that, that that's the argument. It's not really clear, but the argument is that maybe she would have healed beyond that if she kept taking treatments for years more and that would have healed too. Right. It's not really clear, but that was sort of my takeaway from that. Yeah. No, um... You know, I mean, if you recall, she, she made a joke about not having, you know, not being able to grow any hair.
0: Yes. She makes that joke in episode two, the flashback episode. Not a flashback episode, in a flashback where she's with Ma- uh, Malice on the beach she makes right. that comment but a part of me is like so how come Malice didn't fix the back of her head right, right. <laughs> you're saying that it's the DNA recombination that, that fixed that, her face in the first place that was my take um,
1: change so she looks just completely different
0: so um, another part that kind of I remember, out she actually speaks to her like even
1: her voice would have to be different yeah. Which, by the way, I thought it was actually a funny way of saying, yeah, we recast the actress, you know, and it, it's it's not a problem continuity.
0: Yeah, we recast the actress from the flashback in season one. Um, question, uh, well, uh, let me just, the, the treatment of Jessica's assistant in this one okay. felt fairly kind of, I don't want to say, like, inconsistent, but he, do, he does things that... I felt vacillated the character almost to breaking for me, where I'm like, okay, he's doing some stuff that, um, like, ho- mainly hooking up with Trish, that I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why?
1: Jessica flat out called out before that. He clearly, would been very obvious oh, really? early in the show, yeah, he's definitely crushing on her.
0: And so Trish. So as but, soon as but, Jessica pointed out. But he Trish also, is a mess. in this season, is walking so straight and narrow because of his past with addiction. Yeah that that seemed like a situation that his character would have steered more clear of.
1: But he has a major crush on Let's remember, she's beautiful, she's a, a celebrity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's totally crushing her, and so then she's paying attention, you know, and yeah, I I, I hear you that it was bad it's for him, and he t- calls t- that out, yeah, but he, yeah. he still went there.
0: Uh, that being said, I liked his character arguably the most, uh, maybe Jerry the most this season, but I liked his character a ton. yeah you know, I, I, I thought... And, Jessica continues to make choices that leave good people dead, <laughs> and I just went as far and so I, far as to tweet Jessica Jones is my favorite supervillain yes, because saw that. when that cop dies, I'm like, Jessica, you just wouldn't listen. Keep in mind, had she not rushed to the hospital, there's a pretty good chance that Trisha would have been killed. Trisha would have been killed, but
1: the cop might have listened the, when she said, "Oh yeah, you know, shooting her in the leg was not going to stop her from tearing you apart." Yeah, like, I mean. You want to say, was it really Jessica's fault the cop died? She said, stay the fuck back. How no, many I, times did yeah, she say, if the you do back. it, she's yeah. going to tear you all apart. Right. Let me deal with it. Yeah. You know, I understand the idea of she didn't have authority, but hello, did, have you not seen what this woman is capable of? She breaks the
0: law all the
1: time. Yes, granted. <laughs> I'm like
0: yelling, you, uh, are I really not,
1: liked, you are not a very nice superhero. I, I actually really liked the scene. Uh, with the cop when it's, you know, not everyone's against you. And, you know, in the whole exchange about his nightmares and when they ended, they ended when you killed him. Right. And when you put him down, you know, and I owe you and I appreciate you for that. You that,
0: think was nice that was Her a nice scene. Her relationship with that cop, hes he too forgiving? I don't know. But that relationship with the cop was one of the highlights. Another highlight uh, for me was how much they started to shade Jessica's character. Her relationship with the downstairs neighbor mm-hmm. goes from fine, too bad, too great, uh, to misunderstanding, to confusion, to hopefully, like, they're good, but, um, the, the whole, and plus, making things intensely personal, not that the Kilgrave stuff wasn't, because it was incredibly personal, but making the stuff with her mom so personal gave Jessica a chance to be something that, it never felt like she really was in the first season, I felt like she was broken in the first season, here, I felt she was putting things back together in a, in a louder and allowed her an emotional death to just be incredibly sad and remorseful. Yeah. Like, you I, know I, what I mean? And remorseful was something that I never felt like the character had in the first season. I felt like she was too fuck everything, give no fucks, all attitude. To a be little entirely, bit nihilist. Yeah, a little bit too more of a, much of a nihilist to be incredibly remorseful. Here, you see her dealing with a lot of remorse, and I thought that that stuff... Really started to turn me Into liking the character well, the, car- more. the character
1: grew And even when You know And it's an argument is, is it a step backward To be seemingly okay With the mother I mean I love this statement It's a mother Yeah I mean what do you do With that
0: And I think the cop Says it too Like everybody yeah. has a mother Yeah
1: Right it's, it's a mother But you know And ultimately I mean actually Really really liked The whole you know, At the end there Is it Are we clear On what Jessica's gonna do Is Jessica really gonna make The right move Trish comes Trish shoots her And then basically makes it look like Jessica did it mm-hmm. and Jessica really absolutely hated and abetted could have been major trouble but because of the way it looks you know yeah. I, I love that moment when the cops like you know the guns are on like put your damn guns down do you see what she's done yeah you know and from their perspective and okay you had to that but you know it's like yeah it looks like she killed her mother She put it down
0: uh, right? Trish being an amazing crack shot with a pistol from that far away on a moving top subject and hitting in the head, a consequence of her Hellcat powers?
1: Maybe. Because, <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, she oh, fucking let, beamed him let, Let's not there. forget that Trish has been, you know, character-wise, she training, yeah. training like crazy. Right. You know, and she's extremely Because she tagged her, from, and it was not an easy shot. Not easy shot. But the point is this. That's the story. She took the shot. She hit it. She didn't have to take a second one. Right. You know, it is what it is.
0: Um, it happened. They removed Simpson from the storyline. They exactly. took away Nuke. You know,
1: here's the thing. We talk about this a lot with the movies, even with the shows. Um, and I just said this to someone the other day. Particularly in the movies, like we talked about Crossbones. Yeah, you know, Crossbones
0: is what I was thinking just now.
1: But if you think about it, Crossbones is not an A-level villain. We got an initial setup in Winter Soldier, and then we actually saw him, and they made reference to the fact that he did other things in between. And then, oh, wow, he's dead already? Well, guess what? Why? Did you want several movies with crossbones? I mean, as a comic book character, he's not that major. He's done some things. But, you know, like, you know, and then you're going to blink, and the Captain America movies are done because there's only, you know, the actors get old or whatever. So there's only so much you can do with them. Nuke, if you think about it, has got, got, that character got a lot of screen time. Yes, it would have been nice to actually see him in Daredevil, you know, because right. that's where the character originated, but we don't need it, it's fine, it moved the story forward, you know, I mean, the, the whole... Because the moment that you thought it was him, and it wasn't, and then it actually makes a statement about mm. just what they're dealing with, that she just tore him apart. Right. You know? Uh,
0: so if, if like We have know. yet to see the Batrock return in the... Captain Mark Baytrock yes. <laughs> we have yet to see that and, and again Baytrock,
1: you know do we need more Baytrock? no
0: it was cool it was it's cool he great was jumping scene. around but yeah um, I love that the, you know the pronunciation I never pronounced him properly um, so Ian I don't know how much we want to talk about uh, what What do you What do you have less that that, that that um, scratches well, well, your itch.
1: So, so, you know, we actually, we, we made reference to but we really didn't get into the Jerry stuff. So here's mm-hmm. the thing, you know... Tell me the thing. I, 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 lo- I looked at that storyline, and, you know, between, you know, I mean, that she had ALS, she had something to work with there. You the know, law partnership The relationship are, uh, stuff, yeah. the law partnership stuff. Um, I thought that storyline actually really interweaved with everything else so well. You know, we got the the initial setup of the, the other PI Getting into Jessica and that being about Jerry and her manipulations and her coming in with Jessica, bringing in, you know, the former nurse who was on the street and then leading that into Jerry's life Mm -hmm. and what Jerry was looking for, whether it be companionship, what have you, the choice for Jerry to bring that woman home with her, you know, then being taken advantage of. I mean, ultimately, I do, I gotta tell you, I mean, in any show, her revenge was fucking
0: awesome. (laughs) It was brutal. The revenge it, was it, it
1: was her. It, was, it yeah. was just so good. Yeah, you know, her completely bluffing that shit, and basically convincing that woman, you know, to kill her accomplice, and then sending her, you know, to down jail. the river. I mean, it, I literally, I sat there. I was, I was like applauding that. I loved that so much. Cold yeah. blooded, but awesome, and so in keeping with that character. And for me, that I mean, that moment, that was that character who had hit her lowest, taking her power back.
0: Yeah, you know? she doesn't pull the trigger and, herself. And
1: then, interweaving that with you know, Jessica's assistant, you know, finding his own way and doing all that, and even, you know, and, and even the up and down of that. No, you don't get a job out of that. Oh, okay, so you screwed me over. Wait, now here's your check. Oh, okay, maybe you didn't screw me over. Right. You know? I mean, she probably gave him $10,000 or something. Right. You know? Like, she paid him for what he did, but reality's reality. You know? Um, I loved we got a little foggy cameo. Um, we did, yeah. I hope he got chewed out. Yes, he yeah, yes. got hardcore chewed out. We didn't see it, but I kind of hope that in next season of Daredevil we see that Fo- Foggy goes with her. Although maybe that that opens it up to Foggy and Matt to be
0: partners again. Yeah, it did not seem like he was treated too well by Jerry this time around.
1: Well, he just you know did the whole we're not friends thing, but even so, right. you know. She brought him in, so I'm I'm not sure. I don't know if that was a setup for, oh, the firm he's at is not what it was, mm-hmm. you know, and he'll go back to Matt. That's just it, you know. The whole Nelson and Murdoch you know, uh, partnership does not have to be. Right. You know, it's not paramount. Um, it's just an aspect, and, you know, we've already had that in the show. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I love that stuff And even, you know, at, at the end there I, You know, there, there's some really good setup for season
0: three What do you think season three would be? Well, I mean,
1: look I think we definitely still feel that we're still, you know I, I My biggest complaint is that the show has only skimmed the surface Of her PI business taking off mm-hmm. You know, that was my, my complaint in season one I felt in season one the whole thing was like Well, her n- name's not out there but so they said that, and now the, now the phone's ringing off the hook. Sure, right? Um, you know, there's this notion that there's this notion that um, oh, people want her and the superpowered investigator, but they can you know only do that you know you know that that, that that that's that's actually something that people would definitely be gravitating to, you know, and that Jerry wants that for certain reasons, but. You know, I I think they can mine that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, than than they have so far. Um, And I guess that's sort of the thing. Why I guess my frustration with it just being about her mother was I just kind of thought it would be bigger, okay, more. You know, I thought there'd be more superpowered you know beings involved and that kind of thing. But still, it stayed very personal this way.
0: And I and I think she's. I don't know. Matt's got some really personal stuff going on in his storyline. Yeah, but well, I think, they all do I think she, I mean, yeah, every, she, Actually,
1: every one of those Marvel shows yeah. I mean, Iron Fist and Luke Cage I mean, it's, it's, all, awesome. it's all personal That's
0: what it is How, We have all three of those characters coming back yeah. Including an additional Punisher series yeah, yeah, but,
1: no, we, we, I, I think we had all of this calendar year, right? In,
0: well, I'm not sure But we for sure are going to see Luke again
1: I think Luke is Very the soon. next one That's right And I think Punisher's after Luke I don't Whoa. know if we get Daredevil before Punisher And I think
0: they're shooting Iron Fist now, right? <laughs> I'm not sure But um, how does this affect Luke Cage season 2 we, we It looks like it they're does. pretty independent You know, yeah, it looks like you they're know they're at the end of
1: Defenders I think that they left it that Alright I'll always be your friend But since they pushed the Claire relationship
0: They're mm-hmm. going more there And here it looks like Jessica has her own yeah,
1: and, and look you know, in the comics they're together But for the sake of them being separate franchises It makes sense to not have them be together mm-hmm. You know um, I did very much like And it is very important that uh the rand references with jerry because that's just it I mean and it's it's one of those things, but Jerry Hogarth in the comics is a character out of Iron Fist that he's, he's Iron Fist'
0: lawyer. Mm. So so Ian this feels like yeah, I agree with you. It feels like it's going to be independent a little bit for, for the immediate next couple seasons. I, I don't mean, know if yeah. there
1: are plans to do a a second defenders.
0: Mm, no idea. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything about but that. But these 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 shows are doing well. Yeah. Um we will good. we will see how it affects um or it is even mentioned in Luke Cage coming out. But yeah, there's no big city-wide thing like the hand infiltration going on. Um that happened over the course of those first couple of seasons. Um all right. Uh anything you want to mention to the geekscapists?
1: Um I mean, we just mentioned that uh we have a couple of other big things coming up. We've got some
0: big things coming up, Ian. Yeah. We've got Infinity War.
1: We have Infinity War, and then we, we have, Solo. have Solo.
0: Okay. Uh, we're
1: not going to do a Pacific Rim special.
0: We're not going to do a Pacific Rim special. We've actually both Ram seen special. it. We're if not going to do a Pacific Rim special right now. Not, we're probably not going to see Ready Player One. Especially. Oh, no, I'm going to see I'm going to see player it. Player we we uh, probably uh,
1: aren't uh, going to do a special. I mean, listen, I'll tell you, I read the book. You love the book. I love the book. Right. As you know, you made fun of me many times You take the, your pandering with sugar. I... Uh, I you know I'm Mouthful. really excited for that movie.
0: Yeah, um, the big ones are. And when does Aquaman come out?
1: I don't know. Yeah, it seems I like think it's just, late summer.
0: It seems like it's been taken off. This late uh, August would be a nice time. Yeah. but but check this out. Ian, we've got Infinity War, we've got Solo, and we have Ant Man and the Wasp. I uh, I'm looking forward to that. And who knows no, what the and the Wasp? Who I was knows late July, right? Who knows what the Marvel Cinematic Universe will look like in that period of time. Who knows Do you get stressed out When things like Infinity War happen Do you get stressed for your characters Do you get stressed for your friends I mean You know A little bit I want to see them happy th- I think it's all going to work out <laughs> yeah. You don't get stressed for Disney Because no. they're going to be doing Disney's A-O-K just making so much bang. Um Alright man Uh Well I've got a couple feelers out For upcoming guests Uh On Geekscape That I'm excited about Um and you will only know it by subscribing to the feed Geekscape so if you enjoyed Geekscape, subscribe to Geekscape tell your friends about Geekscape you can find us on iTunes, any podcatcher that is out there oh, or uh, listen to us directly on Omni uh, Omni Studio, we're right there uh, it can all be found at Geekscape.net I shout it out many times on Twitter uh, if you search for Geekscape, you can find us I'm Jonathan Lennon on Twitter Ian is Ian Elkerner on Twitter uh, we're also on Instagram And we're definitely on Facebook Where Ian and I talk with the Geekscapists On the Geekscape Forever group That you should become a member of It's a private group, but go ahead and apply We will for sure approve that Because we want you talking to us Unless uh, Jonathan's very elitist that day I've never rejected anybody From the Geekscape Forever group <laughs> But if you go in there and you start posting spam You're out um, And that's about it So Geekscape Forever, we're back in the Westwood One studios On the next... Episode. Love you, buddy. And uh, thanks for joining us.
1: My pleasure. Bye, Geeks